Greetings and welcome to Bird on a Wire, a podcast series presented by the Recombobulation Area and hosted by Lou Ann Bird, featuring conversations on hope, civility, and action. Thank you for joining us. My name is Dan Schaefer, and I'm the founder of the Recombobulation Area and the producer of this podcast series. For episode six of Bird on a Wire, Luann is joined by the Grandma Brigade. That would be Joanne Stasowitz and Jean Porowski. Jean and Joanne were the first people that Luann called when she decided to run for state assembly last year, and they've been getting together to talk about politics and taking action for years. In this podcast, they talked about their paths to getting involved, last year's campaign, and much more. The lead sponsor for the Bird on a Wire podcast series is Civic Media, the fastest-growing hometown radio network in Wisconsin, broadcasting local news, talk, sports, music, and sensible commentary throughout the state. Visit civicmedia.us to find your local station and tune in to your community. Civic Media, hometown radio refreshed. Supporting sponsors for this series include Marianne Lubar and Marlene Ott. So, without further ado, here's Luann Bird. Hello, everyone. This is Luann Bird, and I am uh, your host for our Bird on a Wire series, which is produced by Dan Schaefer at the Recombobulation Area. And in, um, in case you don't know, I did run for the assembly in uh, last fall in 2022, and um, after uh, and I lost by just 2%. After I lost, I met with Dan Schaefer, and we talked about how can we continue the conversations about hope, civility, and action. And so that's what this is. We're, this would be session number, episode number six. And so thank you for listening. Um, I'd like to introduce, uh, during the campaign, there were lots of people that helped out. I'd like to introduce two of my very special friends. Uh, we call ourselves the Grandma Brigade. Um, we met years ago. We all three of us take care of our grandchildren on and off. And that's how we met, dropping off and picking up our grandkids at the Montessori School in Wauwatosa. So I'd like to introduce my friend, Joanne Stasowitz and Jean Perelski, and we're going to have a conversation about civility, hope, and action. So during the campaign, the first people I called were Jean and Joanne. I said, you guys, I got a call. The Democratic Party wants me to run. Would you? And Joanne is the one that said, well, you better form a committee and I'll be on it. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where our relationship Took a change, didn't it? Right, yes. you guys? You remember yes. that? Yes. yes. And Luann came to my door. I was on the porch, I think, with at least one grandchild and my husband and a couple of my adult children. And she came in person. And I was just like screaming and jumping up and down. And uh, yeah, so, so I invited, unbelievable. Pardon? I invited these two to be a part of the campaign on the core committee. We set that first meeting up. And then Jean and Joanne have been with me since the very start. All three of us would sit around and complain about the state of politics, didn't we? Yes. And we were very unhappy with uh, the direction that we felt the country was going in, yes. right? Very unhappy with the, um, the conversation, the policy direction. Very unhappy with 
how people were treating each other, right? The whole right. Yes. And, and upset. Tell me, tell me your frustrations, you guys, at that time. Looking back, what were you? What were we all so frustrated about? We even had protests on Grandma Joanne's lawn over <laughs> the did. whole COVID thing. We did, but you know, we, we were frustrated. I we? think we were frustrated. Number one, nationwide was the polarization of of our country as far as politics is concerned. It's like you're one side or the other. There's no understanding in between. It's just everybody is just I forgot maybe dug in. Dug in. Dug in. Yes. Uh, staunch. Staunch. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. staunch in their opinion. And which is good. I mean you want someone to be, you know, hundred percent what they really want, but in this case, we need to come together, and we have to work together. And I think one of the best way, or a way that we can do it, is to work locally and with each other, and have it grow from there. And with well, you've you, been in politics to... for a long time, though, haven't you? You've been involved for a long time since you were a child, even. Well, right? when I was a kid, my father, my parents were both. Yeah. Very involved. They both joined the Republic Party. Repu- Republican? Um, Democrat. How can I say that? <laughs> My poor parents. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, they joined the Democratic Party, and it was in 1960 when John F. Kennedy was running for president, and I was just seven years old, and that was the talk of the day. Yeah. And I knew just about everything about JFK and what was happening. And one day I walked outside and um, as I heard someone leaving my neighbor's house and I um, thought, oh, I'm going to see who's coming. And lo and behold, the person walking out of their front door was John F. Kennedy. So I could see his profile and he had like a grin on his face. But I was only seven years old, and I wanted to say, I, I, I know who you are, but he didn't see me. And I, I had to run in the house and get my mom. But by the time I got my mom out to the front of the house, he had already taken off. She she verified the story. Yes, it was him. He was there. He was um, campaigning in Racine, Wisconsin. And he was um, staying at the home of the chairperson of the Democratic Party in Racine or the Southeastern Wisconsin thing. And that was his daughter that he was visiting next door to me. So, but anyhow, besides that, my father was involved in local politics. He followed everything and he um, ran as a county supervisor and he had three terms in Racine County. And we had to go door knocking and handing out match booklets at the polls. And plus, we not only helped him, but we helped out any candidate he was um, backing, supporting. supporting. Yeah. Okay. And so, Grandma Jean, too, tell us your Yeah, for me, um, particular. the Wisconsin politics were really eating me up. I'm a retired teacher and very upset what was going on with uh, not enough funding in, the, in public schools. Uh, losing Teachers, Act 10, uh, gerrymandering. And then right after Grandma Luann announced her candidacy, the Roe v. Wade was overturned. overturned. And I was 
18, not even 18, I was 17, I graduated from high school, 1973, and right after that is when Roe v. Wade became law. And so for me, it was just part of my life. I mean, since I was 17, it was legal to have an abortion. Um, very different, though, than Joanne with growing up with politics. My parents were Democrats, but never, like they had signs on their yard, they lived a life of of always giving, and I had a sister who was disabled, so they're very involved with disability and getting her into school because back in the 60s, she was not entitled to public education. She did not start until she was probably seven or eight. Um, so anyway, but my parents lived it, and my mom was very vocal at times, and she would say, the Republicans just want to make the rich richer, and I would just smile and listen. I never really... I didn't really evolve till I was I'm shameful to say this till it's I was shameful. till I was in my fifties. But I mean, my mom would also always talk about Ronald Reagan, and she was so irritated that he had announced uh, ketchup as being a vegetable for the school lunches that that counted as a vegetable. <laughs> that drove my mom crazy, and I would just kind of laugh. So I went through, yeah. you know, high school, college, um, pretty much. I mean, I became a teacher, a special ed teacher, and pretty much didn't really get too involved in politics at all. I, I, I know I voted for Carter. I know I voted for some Republicans at times. Um, my stance at the time, I was very much pro-life, so I voted um, probably more Republican than Democrat. But my children, my five adult children, tell me that, thank God, Scott Walker came in the picture because I finally woke up. <laughs> um, and I was out there protesting with my husband and all five of my children, many who are now also in education, and my husband was an educator. So we all protested in 2011 up in Madison a lot. We have a lot of snowy pictures of us protesting. My son Josh was in college at Madison at the time, slept in the Capitol uh, several nights. And so, um, yeah, that's when I started to wake up and evolve and, and go, what? Uh, very, I was very naive about politics. So then the three of us spin forward now. We're dropping our kids off at school and we're picking them up and we're getting to know each other and we're actually going out to lunch with all the kids, yeah. with the grandkids. Yeah. And, and This and is the K-4 really, Yeah, this yeah. is the, yeah, the yeah. K-4 four. They, <laughs> they were half days. We would all go to lunch. <laughs> and it was just so much fun. And then um, COVID hits and we just... Start no no. Prior to that, we our kids ended up all in school then. So then we would just meet for coffee once a week because now we're friends, yes. we're close. Yes. Grumble and complain mm -hmm. up and down about the state of politics. We were particularly mm -hmm. unhappy when Trump got elected. I think yes. we were just getting yeah. to know each other. Yeah. Then. You and I were then. You yeah, came and then you came a couple, a couple years, years later. later. Yeah, I, but boy, I the state yeah, of politics either. was yeah. going I, downhill. I didn't join. The, I didn't join the club till. <laughs> And my uh, granddaughter yeah. was a little younger than right. their older right. grandson. So, so that's yeah. when I became part of the group. But yeah, we weren't we weren't a group really until you <laughs> we, came. Yeah. That's yeah. true. <laughs> well <laughs> we went from a duo to a trio. trio and duo, it yeah, really, duo. really had, yeah. we really got close. Yeah. But so then we yeah. were meeting and having coffee and, and grumbling about the state of politics and um, getting involved in, you know, talking about elections quite a bit and who was running and who wasn't. Mm -hmm. um, so then um, so then I decide to run. 
And I decide to run on a civility platform. But you guys had a reaction to that. Tell me tell me what that was like for you. And then of course they joined my court kitchen cabinet team. They met with me every week. Yes. They they did things that I mean it was phenomenal. Knocking we did a canvas with the grandmas one time. Yes, and we, we did. Then we started doing that every week toward the yes. end of the election. Canvassing yes. with the grandmas. grandmas. But tell me what that what that was like way back when I decided to run and and came by you guys like all of us were totally stunned this was not on my radar screen no (laughs) no it wasn't on my radar screen you called me up one sunday morning and you said i had two people come to my house this morning and they sat down and talked with me and asked me to run for the 84th assembly district there is a chance for a Democrat to win. (laughs) (laughs) They need you the lines. They need you. And I was just so impressed and knew that they had selected the right person because of your background, what um, you, um, your educational background, your previous job experience, plus um, what you have done because your husband, Phil, became disabled many years ago, about 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you just didn't sit back and say, poor me, what can, you know, this is our life now. You went out and you made a difference and you went out and made sure that laws were passed, that um, people with disabilities can be included in all activities. And you you made a difference because that was when all these laws started mm-hmm. to be enacted. Mm-hmm. And even recently, you have had some struggles in your own um, um, village. The your, library. The, yeah, the library, the village, the mm-hmm. right. village right. and even... Um, it, it, and it just doesn't make any sense what that... They that don't this, want to improve yep. putting an elevator into the building. So you know what us good friends yeah. do. We sit around and we, we complain a lot, though. We talk about these issues yeah. and things that are bothering us. We're close yes. friends. So these guys have been hearing about the library for how many years? Well, like Probably like seven years. It was now. Well, yeah. As long as I've known you. Yeah. When became friends as a star. Yeah. Was it 15, 2015? Yeah, somewhere around so. that. Yeah, I think yeah. it was 2015. So yeah, you've been with me that. on that complaint since yeah. the yeah. start. And so. I knew it pretty soon after I met you, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. My background being in special ed, so I've always been very passionate about yeah. growing up with a sister with a disability and um, being a special ed teacher. It's been a, and education has always been a passion for me. But when Luann decided to run, I was surprised but not shocked because her background... She was on Oshkosh School Board, Whitnell School That's Board, mm-hmm. you have a League of, of Women Voters. What was mm-hmm. your title? Yep. Yeah, Executive Director. Executive Director for the League. Of the of, State League. Yeah, right. the State League. So um, so I knew, and I was just so excited because when she told me about civility, that's that really is who Luann is. Mm-hmm. Always yes. to everybody, welcoming um, I mean, that's, I ho- I met her at kindergarten, 4K kindergarten <laughs> pickup, you know, that's just who she is. Well, like, hi, I'm Grandma Luann, and, and, and then oh. Grandma Joanne, you know, I got to meet her too. So that's, well, that is who she is. It is really who is. she is. I'm just going to um, take a quick 
I'm going to yeah. go back a okay. little bit. When I first met Luann, the first day of K4, and oh, yeah. there's this I lady. There, there's all the parents and grandparents ready to pick up their kids, and there's one mom there, young mom, who doesn't know how she's going to get her son picked up or and how they're going to get home. She didn't have a driver's land. license. She didn't she have didn't a have driver's license. They're from another country. Yes, yes, they're from, from India. India, right? Luanne is right there helping her. Right then and there, she walked up, and she was on the phone talking to her husband. And I thought, "Wow!" Well, we figured out a way. Right. You did. You immediately <laughs> went to That's, into problem solving. Yes, it yes. was. Difficult to think of this young mom trying to get her son to work. It's they had to leave really early to catch the bus, and then they'd be yeah. standing out there in bad weather. And we just we, we just worked it out. We did. Yeah. We all took turns. It wasn't just me. So no, was, that's yeah. one of the um, things that binds our friendship is we all reach out to help. <laughs> right? Yes, right, right, right. Me too. So, so the civility thing was kind of interesting because uh, most people are used to bashing the, uh, making Republicans, quote, the enemy and bashing them and putting them down. And we have really, really good reason to be angry with Republicans. We have really good reason to be disappointed and scared about the state of democracy and the manipulation of the process. You know, it it could, we should be scared, whether it's Democrats or Republicans, but in this state, it is is clearly Republicans that have been gerrymandering and, and making decisions that were driving us three crazy. Yes. Just yeah, driving us crazy. Gaveling in and out. Gaveling in and out. <laughs> yes. I was okay. pulling yes. my hair out. I'm like, yeah. you, like who yeah. elects people to gavel in and out and yeah. not at yeah. least discuss? Yeah. So people don't always understand civility and what that is. And when I was asked to run, I was very committed to that purpose, that the political system's broken. We need to fix it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just me that was going to fix it. We all were going to have to change. Everybody, every door I knocked on, it was like, it's up to us, not just me. You're going to have to help with this, you know, change your attitude. You can vote for me. You can vote for the same, which, which was what I would say. You know, Bob Donovan is more of the same. But if you want change, I would be the person to vote for. But even at that, it wasn't about me. It was like, how do we get civility built back into the political process? How do we get civility built back in everywhere? And so I would, I would challenge people at the doors and say, well, for me, it started with a decision to be civil, that I was going to act that way, that I was going to treat people with kindness. That does not mean that you sit back. That does not mean that you don't take action. So that's what I'm enjoying about these conversations with people in this podcast series, to really help people think that through. Well, if I, if I, am, if I don't want to be so politically divided, what can I do about that? I can change my attitude. I can talk to people that don't think like me and treat them with respect. And the key, I still thought to lit to my getting to 49%, which was so close in a Republican area, was by listening to people and by, you know, just really getting into their heart. What is it that you care about? And I, and I wasn't running as a quote Democrat as a, I was a Dem, I'm a Dem, I'm a, person with political beliefs, and I'm a member of the Democratic Party, and I believe in the principles that we stand for. Uh, however, when I got to the door, it wasn't about me. It was about the people at the door, and I believe that right now, we really need more Democrats in there. We need someone who can get in there to change things. And so that was that's still, I think, where the key is. I would say most people are, are really in the middle or are independent. And frankly, I never even saw people as being a label. 
<laughs> so, you mm -hmm. know, very few really came right out and asked me, what party are you? The ones that did, you know, they are very staunch in their beliefs, too. Mm -hmm. Most people didn't. They were very much happy to talk to someone who said, civility is what we need. And we can yes. fix our broken political system. Because, you know, if you yes. don't believe we can, who's going to try? So, sure. Grandma Jean, you had the hardest time with that. Do you remember that? You would, you'd be putting someone down, and then she'd go, oh... <laughs> I saw you struggle with that. I, I, I did a, okay. A I think I got better. Um, you did. We didn't do as many doors as, as Grandma Luann, of course. No, we didn't. Yeah. But um, we did doors. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. But We're walking down the street, do you remember that? Well, I remember. What I remember Tell me vividly, about that. vividly yeah. is driving Grandma Luann to areas where it was very difficult to park and walk. So I was her driver a few times. And I was like, seriously, like almost in tears. Because I witnessed Luann's civility. Um, she would go, so I, I you know, we par parked the car and then she'd go off. And I'd, I'd watch her. And she went to, a, there was people outside where there was Bob Donovan's sign. Or not even, it was um, David, who was? Karst at the yeah, time? David yeah, David Yeah, that was before the... Primary. 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 So I'm like, good for her, but I'm thinking to myself, there's no way I could go up to somebody who has my opponent's sign on the lawn. But she did with a smile, and all of a sudden I see Luann and this man laughing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I, I just, I was almost in tears. Because I'm like, only Luann could do that. They had a very civil talk. You must have talked to them at least 10 minutes, if not more. <laughs> Probably. I was more like 15. 20. Might have been sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was always she would go, whether it was her sign was up or the opponent's sign was up or no sign, or even if they weren't on her minivan list, yeah. she would see somebody outside. And we, too, would give them flyers and try to, you know, but she really engaged. And like you had said, you really got to know what, what people were upset about or happy mm -hmm. with or their needs. Mm -hmm. Well, and I could, I could tell a different, I do remember one time when you came, I think you came with me one time and I remember we went to a door and you right away started talking about Bob Donovan and, you know, remember that? Yeah, I think, I think it's Republicans yeah, in, general, in general. About gaveling in yeah, and out. Yeah, all these negative things about Republicans, which is how... Yes, we all were was, feeling. But yeah, I that's didn't... when we were at the apartments. Yes, yeah, I remember that? And yeah, then we're I'm walking lost. away, and Jean's going... So I said, well, Jean, I don't usually talk too much about that <laughs> at the doors. And remember us having this deep conversation about, well, what... Well, how does it work then, right? How do you do this without talking about how bad they are, you know? And you figured it out somehow. It was yeah. only that one time, I, and yeah, after I, that, yeah, and I endorsed myself out. a little bit. Yeah, you and did. And I never, yeah. never really came up again. I can't remember what the woman at the door said to us that made yeah. me want. I, I think she mentioned something about Republicans, and of course, the night. Then you go off, which is what we all do, right? Which, <laughs> yeah, may I call But no, <laughs> yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I'll never but, forget that. And then, yeah. yeah. But, that's the whole thing. The win, you start with yourself. That's what right. I love about you. You right. put yourself at number one, civility. That's what we need, and it's going to start with me. Mm -hmm. And It's almost a daily struggle do. sometimes. You know, I mean, it is not easy sometimes um, when you really feel passionate about something. Mm -hmm. And I do. I feel very passionate. I went to a budget listening session 
uh, yesterday in Tosa, I went to yours because, oh, oh. of course, well, I went oh. to the one here too when Bob Donovan held held his. There uh, it was very different experience because, of course, Evan Goyke is very um, experienced. He's been around. He's on the Joint Finance Committee. So I'm sitting in the room with all and that was with Robin Vining. Robin Vining, right? yeah, yeah, he's no longer Vining. my assembly person because yeah, Jerry, Jerry Manager loved oh, Robin. But yeah. anyway, so I'm sitting in that. <laughs> session and I'm listening to the whole budget process and it reminded me of how how crazy it is down there because here's what's going on down there right now right the Tony Evers introduces his budget and then your joint finance committee they're supposed to go out around the state and hold hearings well the way it works apparently is they go separate <laughs> Democrats go and Repub <laughs> Republicans go but right now the Republicans have um, I think 12, 11 or 12 people on the committee and the Democrats have four on the Joint Finance Committee. And they're the ones that are going to tear apart wow. this budget and rewrite this budget. Okay, so the Republicans have said they're going to rewrite the budget. So I go to that meeting and I, I, you know, I'm listening and I'm asking a few questions and finally, you know, and then they said, well, you know, the, the Republicans are going to rewrite it and, you know, and a lot of these things we have in the budget are probably not going to end up in there. They just won't, you know go along with all of that. And then finally I said, well, when are they going to introduce their budget? And they said, the answer was, well, they won't really until uh, we get into the committee and then they'll just piece by piece take apart the other budget. So how is that, how does that play out to good governance? I just thought, again, once again, it spurred me on to continuing to have these conversations to, uh, I, I'm involved now. I'm going to these meetings, I'm, I'm showing up, I'm listening, I'm learning, and I'm trying to understand because these are our representatives. And if we don't get in there and try and make a difference, we're part of the problem. So how do we get, we, so this is more than just civility, but it is civility in action, really. Right. By going there, by being kind, by listening. I've met with Bob Donovan, I've shared with him my concerns and some of the bills I'd like him to work on. That was one of the hardest things, I will admit. Yeah, to going into his swearing-in ceremony, which I attended, um, because but I figured, well, he's my representative yeah, now. That's right. And I got 49% of the vote, and so I represent almost half the people in this district. So I'm still a voice out there anyway. So, right, so can I just ask, how, do, yeah. how does it come about that there's eight Republicans on this committee and only oh, oh, four It's Democrats. based on the gerrymandering of the lines. The balance yeah. in uh, the okay. assembly. And, okay. and there's a real threat right now with only, well, now that they've got control of the Senate. Yes. Okay, this is, for, for our listeners out there, this is how serious it is right now. So the, the Republicans pulled off that extra Senate seat. Mm -hmm. So now they have a super majority in the Senate. Right. They can actually uh, impeach people now, including our governor. They have the power yeah. to do that. It still takes a vote in the assembly to carry it out. But so the assembly now, they're two seats short of a supermajority. If they had this assembly, they'd be able, if they had two more seats in the assembly, the Democrats, I mean, the Republicans would be able to override vetoes of the governors. They would, and they would be able to impeach. Wow. They, they would have so much power. And right now they're two votes short. So the two representatives are Democrats that I was listening to in Wauwatosa yesterday and they were talking about getting their cars serviced they have pillows and blankets at the capitol because they cannot afford to miss a session if they miss a session and someone else is sick they could lose the 
Votes are gonna could be overridden. There's so much. So the pressure and the tension in Madison right now. It's uh, it's going to be difficult until we get those new lines drawn. So now that we have a new Supreme Court race, yes, that that was. That gave me so much hope. That's for, well, it gave everybody hope when yeah, Janet won. It did. Yes. So exciting. And the Sinekin Canodal uh, filling Roberta Darling seat. Yeah. The fact that that came so that close. close gave me hope too, even though the Dems lost. Right. Mm-hmm. I was still like, this is this is even before we changed the map. So I, I'm so excited to um, Me too. So this whole series is about hope. And the funny part is, you know, I ran and I lost. And these wonderful friends of mine, Jean and Joanne here, we call ourselves the grandmas. You know, we <laughs> Proud of worked it. so hard on my campaign. I do have to tell a funny story. So we're going to go out and we're going to canvas one day. And they're going to use the minivan, the little thing on the app. app. And I'm trying to train them. And I could see Joanne was going to need a little help. So I finally said, okay, I think Jean's got this. So Joanne and I are going to go together. And we're going off this way, right? And Grandma Jean's going to head down this street. And I watch Grandma Jean just go charging by the first three doors. (laughs) I think I was even on the wrong street. I I was looking at the wrong... Lunch. That's that's what you got to do. You got to make this a little bit fun. But I, I'll never forget lot. that. It was a lot of fun. Let's let's go to lunch. But we, you know, it still gave us hope to be out there working together, yeah. doing this together, talking to people, bringing them hope. So then I lose my election, and now some school board races come up. And my kid, all of our kids are in Wauwatosa. Yeah, our grandchildren. I live in Hills Corners. And I so, live in Milwaukee. So we this have like three. I'm in Tosa, Jean's in Tosa. Jean's in, you're right. So we have this three is different this is my, school these are my These right? are my school board people. Yes. Our children all go, grandchildren go to the same but, place. But right, we right. are very on top of what's happening with schools. And right now, education's under attack. And I heard yes. so many weird stories at the doors about things that are not happening in our schools. And there is huge pushback on any kind of human growth and development, which we've had for years in our schools. There's accusations that parents can't be involved. There's accusations that there's secret meetings and that everything is being done behind that you know behind door closed doors and it's just not that way. But there are people out there promoting some false narratives about education, and they also mm-hmm. want to ban books about race. They don't want to talk about racism. They don't want to, their kids to feel bad that things happened back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Um, and so we, the three of us, were getting involved in some races. You want to talk about Tosa? Yeah. Whoa, oh, boy, in Tosa. Where, where do I start? In Tosa. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, yeah, it was, uh, so there were four seats open. Right. One, one person. Um, Enough to seek the majority. There's seven right, on the board in right. Tosa. And we have, we're one of the few districts in the state that um, instead of taking the top Three, well, one ran unopposed, so it was the top three, but we don't run it that way. We run it seat by seat. And I, there, are, there is a petition around now to get that changed, but right. I don't think we have another election for another year. Yeah. But so we have time now, to do that, but for now. Um, so we right. had, um, I call them the three wise women instead of the three wise men, because um, that way it was three wise women running for board. and uh, one. They was, didn't know each other, though. They weren't um, connected. 
Not really. I mean, I think no. they may have known each other just through the community. Yeah, but they weren't running together. They it's were okay just... to say names, right? Oh, yeah. 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 That's okay, Jessica Willis um, was an incumbent. She is was on the board. She was, she was on the board for re-election. And she has only moved into Wisconsin, like, only a year ago at yeah. the most. Yep. And... Bo, she's a former special ed teacher, yay, special ed teachers, yeah. um, and she um, is phenomenal. She joined, so she subbed right away, I believe, for the school district, and then there was an open seat because a board member um, stepped down. That's right. And, and so she the got open appointed. seat, she got she appointed, appointed to the seat, so she actually, she had to run them for this seat. And then there was um, Liz heimerl Rolland. Roland, I don't know. I always sorry, Liz, if you're listening. I say <laughs> but, uh, she ran another dynamic woman, and then Lynn Worley ran, and then we had the three toasted, and Lynn also just I mean, all of them three great, great candidates, great yes. kids' credentials, really care about kids, have a great resume of education, volunteering in the schools, subbing in the schools. I mean, you name it. They, um, so and they did their homework, they attended PTA meetings, they uh. They met with superintendent. They met. I mean, they really, really met with all. Yeah, all ages of voters. They, but then early on, we heard about the three dads. dads. All yeah. of a sudden, there three were three toasted, dads, yeah. three toasted, toasted dads. dads. And I do have to say, I give anybody credit for running. But they ran together as a group. Right. Right. Three toasted dads. Right. So they had funding. We're still not really sure where their funding came from. They said it was from local. But they had three websites connected but separate. They had yard signs toward the end. They had yard signs that said three Tosa dads, even though they still each had their own individual websites. And we were concerned about their political agenda and who was funding them and why they were running. It was very unclear to us, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. It yeah, was. Yeah. It was. Um, I, I did go to the Hard Park. And heard them all oh, speak. There was a, the forum. A forum. There was a the, forum. A senior center there, right? And I actually sat next to the candidate, uh, the wife of one of the Tosa dads. Very nice. And um, I mentioned to her, you know, I didn't say I wasn't going to vote for that particular person, but I said, you know, you can tell that it's nice to know we have so many caring people who want to be on school board. Yeah. And Liz Heimerl Roland also said the same thing. This is exciting that we have. We had one unopposed person, but for years, I've lived in Tosa, oh gosh, thir- 38 years is it now? Like, I'd have to think about that. But anyway, um, we've had years where unopposed and unopposed, I mean, over yeah. and over and over yeah. where somebody's on the board unopposed for 20 years. But or the controversy in Tosa right now had to do with their human growth and development yes. curriculum that yes. they approved last year. Yeah, last and there summer. were protests outside the um, office from people outside the district, people that didn't even live in this community, yes. from a group called, was it Moms for Liberty, yes. that were protesting yes. that curriculum and saying things that were just not true. Yeah, they even came Say, to school board meetings. Um, right. They and boy, up, I mean, they were very vocal. They, they even went to outside of Tosa also. Mm-hmm. They came to my church. They talked to one of the groups at my oh, church. In Milwaukee. And, yes. Wow. I, I, I wow. live in Milwaukee. And I I was just like, I can't even tell you, these people from my church were telling me that what the, that Tosa, 
was going to um, be corrupted, the school system, people are going to be moving out of Tosa, they're going to be go moving into our area in Milwaukee and going to Catholic schools because they're going to be teaching human growth and development and that they're going to be teaching so much all things th like this things like acts. i'll give one example that four-year-olds are going to learn about transgender they, they call yes. it sex thing or something no what do they call it sex change i don't remember but they there's call, a name for it right yes. there is a name right. i can't think of it and it, it is was not true was, right that it was pornographic right. Well, and, right right it was <laughs> not true and, and it was not true and, information we do not teach transgender in fourth grade and so 4k i, I mean 4K, in 4k yeah. yeah so we've got this mistruth stuff going on. Right. There. We've got these three candidates now running against the three women, the three dads, and we're upset now because we got our grandkids in this, right? So what right. do we do? Oh, Jessica Willis, I met oh, with her. Yeah. She called me several months ago um, wanting to know, just can, can we have coffee? And I said, yeah, absolutely. We, we met and I taught, you know, encouraged her to run again and talked about how important her views are, her values were, what she contributes to the board. So then we became friends. And then she called me up one day and said, you know, I could maybe use some ideas on fundraising. I said, well, I have an idea. So then I talked to these guys, and we <laughs> came up with grandmas. Yeah. Grandparents. For grand yeah. First it was grandmas yeah. for Tulsa schools. School. Yep. And then, and our, of course, the grandpas. There's two grandpas that pick up their kids at school, heard us talking about it. So they wanted to do this event, too. So then it became grandparents for Tulsa schools. We ran our own little event. To yes. support these women. Right. And I did my little part. We all did this, right? We mm -hmm. knocked on doors. Right. No, I didn't knock on doors there because I, I was busy knock in on my doors, area. Yeah. No, but and I, I put, put out any yeah. signs because I'm in Milwaukee. Right. Luann yeah. really, I, I was, oh she put gosh. me to shame because I she doesn't know. even live in Tosa. And there, there all of a sudden she's, you know, here I got some extra signs for you. And I'm like, okay. And so I got motivated. I did signs. Like, we, we went well, around. I kind of yeah. went around and yeah. just to see. Where, like, if somebody just had a Jessica Willis, wouldn't you like a Lynn or Liz sign? You yeah, know, that kind of yeah. thing. And I donated um, money to their campaigns. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so the three right. the three Tosa dads had put up yard signs right by my daughter's house, and which is right <laughs> next to almost a polling place, which yes. is why I was upset. I mean, that's, yeah. that spurred me to get some the women's signs and put them up in the houses next to those men's signs, which is what I did. Mm -hmm. And then I went up and down a couple of other busy streets and just knocked on some doors and met some good people. And and we helped those women. Yeah, tell them yes. about the the people who saw you with signs. Oh, so then, that's a great. So then I put yard signs up in one house, and a couple about a week later, I go by and the signs are down. So I went to the door, and sure enough, oh. she said, "We changed our mind. We, we're, we're voting for these people, but we don't want the signs up." So I grabbed the signs, and I'm just going to go across the street because I want signs up on Center Street. Yes. That's a location right. yes. that's yes. busy. All, all I want signs up, right? Yeah. Yes. There's right. an elementary, middle school, and high school right yeah, there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Yep. So I picked up the signs, and I'm, I'm across the street, and I'm knocking on a the door there, and some lady comes out of the door next to that one, and she says, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, do you have any more of those signs? She practically was going to run me down to get them women signs. So then, I, of course, I had to go in and... Talk to her and meet her yeah. husband, and we, you know, put three signs up in their yard. So the three of us really contributed to those women in, in any way yes. that we could. Uh, we also had a candidate stands. in Milwaukee. I went to Missy's yes. fundraiser yes. and helped her get elected. I helped, and yep. those three women won by like two to one. All three yeah. of them. Yes, yes. they, yes. they, they did. those guys, yes. and it was just yes. so cool. Uh, to to know that we had such and, great and I am going to be civil and I'm going to say the Tosa dads 
their hearts were in the right place. They definitely had passion. And they were all like coaches and mentors in the district. So I think they, they've done great things. I I personally just don't feel they were the right people for school board. So. Well, and they ran the case like a like a political like an assembly race. They actually put out hate, hate not I don't know hate mail, hit mail yeah. is maybe a better word hit against mail. these women. Yes. And and again, there were some mistruths yeah. on those mailers. Yes. So you know that's just not. Yeah, I kind of like shredded my mailers anytime I didn't read. I just shredded and, them. I'm like I don't want to look at these. And Jessica and, yeah. even offered initially when the campaign started i believe to meet with them she wanted to meet with the three dads and yeah talk that's about right it. I think they made... and they turned her down did they I yeah didn't, okay i didn't know they that. didn't yeah she yeah. she did talk about it they didn't was, show up was, to they, a for another forum that, yeah there yeah. was a forum she was surprised yeah, that they, they didn't yeah. want to get to meet and just yeah yeah there's a group in tosa called sos support right. our schools Great group of um, parents, yeah. I believe it's all parents, of children yep. who are in yeah. public schools. And, uh, I mean, grandparent, we, you know, we could join it, too. But uh, I, I have their bumper sticker. I do have that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, they, the three dads would not attend the SOS yeah. candidate That's not forum. Being civil. Because, I didn't think it was politically smart. I think whether, <laughs> no, it's you know, not. It but they wouldn't smart. go to because they said it was a it's um, partisan, partisan, but it's not. It's partisan. a partisan it's group. Partisan. Um, so, yeah, that's, yeah. that's okay. This, so, I don't know if it is or I don't know. They didn't make We're nearing partisan. the end of this podcast, so I do want to mention. Already? Though, yeah, <laughs> I knew it would go fast. Um, the, the, women, the women won. We had good results in Milwaukee. We had some mixed results here in Hills Corners. I tried to get my good friend Chris Porterfield elected, and he did not make it. But we knocked on a lot of doors in Hills Corners area for Janet Protasewicz because the Supreme Court race was going on here in Wisconsin as well. And that was so important. So between that and the school board races and my race, it's sort of like we've just been campaigning for almost a year. And um, I'm so happy to tell you all this, that, yes, we did very well in the in the women won in Tosa and Janet won in the state. state. And the other great news for me was, you know, they always say that Hales Corners is so conservative. Well, uh, it turned out that we flipped Hales Corners in this election for Yay! Janet. And back back when wow, I ran, we, I got that. like forty five percent of the vote, which I thought was pretty good. And then I looked back, and Tony got like forty eight percent. Janet got like 51.7% of the In Hales Corners. In Hales Corners. And in one ward, she got like almost 55%. And you got like 49%, didn't you? 45. Oh, 49 total. total. But in Hales Corners, Corners. so all of our work, I just think it's been paying off. It's making a difference. It is. And so we want to continue by having podcasts. But aren't I lucky to have friends like these? I just want you to know. We're the lucky ones. We're the lucky ones. Yeah, we're the grandmas. We're the grandmas in our lives. Yeah. yeah. Um, so thank yeah. you yeah. both for being so supportive. We do oh, hope to welcome. do this again in 2024, yes. but we're not I sure love it that at this you point. Me. <laughs> well, yeah, we're not done. We're well, not done. No, we're not. We're no. not anywhere. We we're, have, yeah. we're just starting. We've got a lot of work to do <laughs> yeah, for our, uh, our, our kids yeah. and our grandkids. Right. right? It's, That's it's why our we future do this. and our yep. children and grandchildren's future. And every, I mean, everybody in the community benefits from civility and good. Action. Elected officials and, and getting action. involved, yeah. getting yes. involved. It yes. gives, it's what gives us hope. Yeah. If you yes. sit home and you complain, you're not going to be very happy. Yes. Yeah. And you can still not be happy, but when you're taking some action steps, 
You sure feel a lot better. And I know Luann, you. Oh, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. no, I just want to say <laughs> when we promote civility, people love it. When I wear the um, your <laughs> shirt, <civility. laughs> the yeah, civility people, shirt, people, yeah, Luann Byrne is a no name now. And People come up brand. to me and say, "It's a brand." I like your shirt. I like what your shirt says. It's a brand. So it's a brand. And yes. I just want to—I I know it. Luann would want to plug it's this positive. too. The Persisters in Tosa. Oh, Luann, there we. Oh, oh my God, that was a great I, I, segue. Yeah. Stay tuned. We're talking to them next. Oh, oh yeah, we love podcast. the Persisters yes. in Tosa. Yeah, so yay, you'll get yay. to learn about them in our next yes. episode seven. That. Yes. Very good. Well, thank you all for listening. We appreciate you, and we hope that there's some takeaways for you here and that hope and civility and action are meaningful to you as well. So thank you all for for your time. Okay, ready? Oh, okay. All right, ready? One, two, three. Team Grandma's!